1: Good, uh, good physical, full padded practice today. Uh, it was muggy and hot today. We needed that. But I thought our kids did a really good job with practice and you know, good situations, a lot of situations, third and one, some goal line situations, two point situations today. And starting to get the team. Uh, ready for the scrimmage on uh, Saturday. We're still in camp mode, and we're still in install, so we, you know, we're going to have a pretty lengthy process yeah, in yeah.
0: With hey, John I Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin.
2: We won't go the shell. We going to go in attack mode, because that's what's required.
0: On 103.7 The Buzz. With my like too late for the analyst.
3: Girl, by your Westy. Girl with my base stuff, I know that it's good Just I get way too badly once you let me do the extras Pull up, on your block, and break it down, we playin' Tetris AM to the PM, PM to the AM funk Eat up your per diem. you just got to hate them funk If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes funk If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high Devil's do it, you and I know. tell them be humble. Holla. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Holla, holla,
4: sit down, low. be humble. Holla. Sit down.
5: Sit down. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live. From the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a fun-filled show, and we got an hour left of it, so if you want in on the conversation, better do it, because we only have an hour left. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in, and you can get after us in the Asher Record Life and Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNabors, we'll have some uh, different headlines and things to dive into here in this hour as well. Because uh, I did see, which I thought was fascinating, Joe, the, the NFL Top 100 players that always gets released. And the reason I find that so fascinating is it's because it's voted on the players themselves. Right. So it's not like, oh, this is the, the media, or they say, oh, the coaches poll, when it's actually just like a, the coaches aren't actually doing it. It's the kind of the assistant and whatnot. But uh, I was going through it, and I was, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was surprised or shocked or anything, but uh, I will say, though, that the one thing that did maybe surprise me at least in the top 10 was Joe Burrow at number six. Kind of felt like he should have been
6: higher than number six. Oh, really? I think he should have been higher. Personally. Six should be right around where he is. Yeah, personally. who, who uh, Who would you put him ahead
5: of then? I would have, just looking at, so to give everybody the list, we'll just go through the top 10 so that way everyone has context. So the top 10 goes as follows. You have number 10 being Chris Jones, a defensive end for Kansas City. You have Micah Parsons, the Cowboys linebacker. You have Josh Allen, at number eight, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. Tyreek Hill at number seven, Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Then Joe Burrow at number six. You got Travis Kelsey, tied in for Kansas City at number five. You got Nick Bosa at number four, the San Francisco's defensive end. Jalen Hurts at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings wide receiver at number two. And then number one, Patrick Mahomes. He's fine. He's yeah, in he, a great spot at six. He, he, I think that just personally, I would have put him above Jalen Hurts. That's just me. I, I would have Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts at this point in time. So maybe I, maybe it's not being at six. Maybe it's just him being the third quarterback on the list. Maybe that's how I should have phrased it. Yeah. So but
6: one, you know, once again, it is voted on by the players. Oh, I know. So they, they know these more are than the me, guys. Yeah, that are <laughs> lining up, and maybe they feel like Jalen Hurts. It's harder to game plan for him. Harder to defend at times when you're on the field with him. Yeah. Listen, they know a lot more than me. I would just
5: again, if it was my own, if I was a player on my personal list. Uh, I would have had him there, too. But
6: uh, were there any surprises, though, at t- in those top ten? No, not not any surprises. The thing that stood out about this year's top 100 altogether was it seemed like it took a bit of a youth movement where they had a bunch of young players, even players that were rookies last season, that were within that top 100. So the young players definitely made an impression on their peers to get on this list. Well, I like how they put on the list – where they were the previous year and just how much of a
5: jump they made or how much of a decline they made and I think that was a kind of the interesting thing too is just looking at some of the guys that made significant jumps like for instance just looking at the top 10 you had Chris Jones go from 29th last year to number 10 you are like or, or yeah jumping or yeah oh sorry jumping 29 spots to number 10 uh, not that he was 29th but uh, that was significant, and also another guy that jumped up
6: was Nick Bosa. He jumped up 21 spots to be at number four. So, And the thing that those two guys have in common, Micah Parsons is the other defensive player in the top ten, but those two guys are holding out right now looking for new contracts, Chris Jones and Nick Bosa. Mm.
5: Yeah, they need to need to get that. Maybe it's not saying it's because of the list, but they're like, hey, look at the list. Look how good I am. Look how much money I need. need to get that top ten money. If that's going to happen, but... Uh, Yeah, to see uh, see how much the, the jumps that they've made uh, is pretty cool. And uh, the only player it didn't happen in the top 10, but at least outside the top 10 at to number 11, was Aaron Donald. And he actually dropped nine spots. So, you know, he was number two last season. He's been number one before. Yeah, so it's him dropping down to 11. That's his motivation. He's being disrespected. you know, you're having to be outside the top 10, too. Uh, but Josh Jacobs, the running back for uh, the Vegas Raiders, he's sitting there at number 12. He wasn't even in the top 100 last year. So, I thought that was pretty uh, significant for us, his making the jump. Uh, Devontae Adams is at number 13. So, look at that. You got a couple Raiders players right there. This should be a great team this season. <laughs> they got, you got the 12th best and the 13th best player right there in the offense. It should be great. Uh, yeah, Trent Williams, offensive tackle for the 49ers at 14. Fred Warner, too. He wasn't Warner in the too. top 100 last year either. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't in the top uh, top 100. And then you had uh, Fred Warner, who's the linebacker for the 49ers. He jumped 32 spots, up to 15. So uh, that was pretty big. Stephon Diggs is at number 16 for the Bills. Max Crosby, another Raiders player, is at 17. He jumped to 42 spots. Uh, And then uh, they got this first dealer on here, Minka Fitzpatrick, sitting there at number 18. As uh, he's he's in the list as a free safety, and then George Kittle, the tight end for San Francisco, is at 19, and Miles Garrett at number 20, the defensive end for the Browns. So, no, no. Uh, I again, the players. I feel like it's probably the most accurate way of doing it. And I, uh, I guess the how do, does the process work? Where they just say, "Hey, name your top 100 players," or is it yeah. like they act, they fill out a piece of paper and they list them? I feel like that'd be so much to do. Like a hundred players, that's a lot. Uh, to just go through a name and and order them in your mind of like all right, well who's the twenty ninth guy you know it's that's probably a, a pretty strenuous process if they put that much effort in
6: yeah assuming. and they may not fill out the complete one hundred but it's based on a poll of who you know the players vote upon and so they go from there as far as who gets the most votes now the breakdown by team the Niners had eight players on the list Eagles and Cowboys had seven. Chargers and Dolphins six, Jets had five, and uh, then you had a number team that had four players. Okay, with the Vikings, Ravens, Saints, and Bills. Does it also show who the team had the least amount of uh, top one hundred players? Like, did, did every team they have were... a representative? Uh, now that is always something interesting. It doesn't say here, but there sometimes there are teams that are left off that aren't represented. But, um. Each team that had one player represented, Bears, Cardinals, Jags, Colts, Panthers, Texans, and Patriots. Okay.
5: I'd be curious to see just what's happened in the previous years. I'm sure there's a study on it, or maybe it could be done as far as who had the most players each year, at least up there with the most players on these lists each year, and then what success he equated to that season. You know, like if, you, if you're a team that has eight guys in the top 100, you obviously got a, a pretty highly talented team how often does that equate to a, a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl appearance or it may be an NFC, AFC title game appearance? Something like that to know how much it works out where the more players you have at the top 100 list actually goes towards the success that comes with and it. And just counting
6: through the list, every team was represented. Okay, well, okay, there you At go. least one player.
5: Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, I guess I don't know which would be the, the worst team in the NFL this year, but uh, he, even got a, he even got a top 100 player there. But Because uh, I saw some people always try to make it pretty motivational and uh the jets social media was really trying to do some things about Aaron Rodgers because I guess he was so far down on the list compared to what some people would have had him at because he was number he's <laughs> number 51 overall oh. and he dropped 48 spots
6: yeah yeah <laughs> that's insane but now yeah. now take a guess on the position that had the second most players cuz we quarterback Came in at number one with 14 players on the list. So the position that had the second most players to quarterback Ooh. on the list. Uh, defensive end. Defensive end was three. Okay. W- tied with defensive tackle and corner. They each had nine. So um, the position that comes in with the second most players in the top 100, running backs. Ten wow. running backs on the list. <sighs> mm. But, but they can't get paid. That's a little absurd. Their worth is
5: being devalued. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's showing you in this list of how they're viewed among their peers, among the players, that because ha- I guarantee you there's no problem with defensive ends and defensive tackles and uh, linebackers getting paid the way that they see their value should be. But for whatever reason, the most, or the second most, having running backs get paid, or at least are being valued right now, is one of the lowest position of the groups. That's wild. Oh, wow. uh, because who was the who was the? Well, I guess I just mentioned it, but the number one running back that was was there's Josh Jacobs. I think was was the guy from the Raiders. Was he the top yeah, one. he may
6: have been the highest rated, yeah. but he led the league in rushing last year, so and helps. He should be. Yeah. Hmm. Now, um, for some reason, I don't know if this is something that was posed at training camp, but for some reason, uh, with the Steelers, like George Pickens had his top five receivers of all time and uh darnell washington who was a rookie tight end he was asked about top five tight ends and i think it wasn't all time it was that are in the game now and uh somebody he he didn't have travis kelsey on the list hmm. and somebody was like okay well and it may have been all time but right. he left travis kelsey off and so they're like well what about travis kelsey and he says well i don't really consider him a tight end i think he's more of a a uh, more of a receiver you know bigger body receiver because he's always playing in the slot or split out and talking about the amount of pay Travis Kelsey's like well somebody needs to tell everybody else that that's how I'm viewed he's like first of all have to put my hand in the ground and play as a tight end but I need to be paid like a receiver if people are viewing me as a receiver yeah I would say the same
5: thing I because I you know, I get that there's discrepancy as far as positions and who gets paid what and and everything. But you know, just knowing that's still the surprising thing is knowing just how valuable tight ends can be and how much of a you know a, a multiple type player that they have to be. You would think that they would be a much higher paid group because hey, they're having to go out there and put their hand in the dirt type deal and also having to go out and catch passes and having to be uh, one of the more physically gifted athletes where you 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, but still run very fast, but still be strong enough to do blocking. Like, I'm surprised that they haven't had their value go through the roof. Not to say that they're not, but, man, yeah, knowing what they have to go through, I, I'd i almost put tight end as if you're going to play him next to the level of a wide receiver, I'd put him there in the mix. Give, give Travis Kelsey the money. He deserves it at least. Uh, some people chiming in, though, on our Southern Structural Solution text line. Taylor and Cabot goes, how does Nick Bosa get ranked higher than the defensive player of the year, T.J. Watt? He is literally a game wrecker.
6: Well, yeah, there's always a lot of discussion on that, but um, T.J. was injured quite a bit last season, so it's how they view it from last season going into this season. And T.J. deserves some extra credit for, you can see the difference in the defense when he was on the field and off the field. But with Nick Bosa, he is the reigning defensive player of the year. TJ was the previous year. Also from the 870, it says, Hertz
5: was doubted all last season, yet now he is in many top ten lists. By next season, he may not even be top ten. So I guess uh, talking about the inconsistencies, up and down there. Um, I don't know. If he has another great – I don't see why he won't – as long as he stays healthy, he won't have another great season. I mean, the team. I feel like the Eagles just got better. Like, <laughs> they were already great last season, played in the Super Bowl. And this close, maybe a, a bad call or lack thereof of, of getting the opportunity to win the Super Bowl, but they just got better overall with their talent, I feel like.
6: There's even a discussion in the off season of trying to take away one of the plays that they run that's unstoppable where Jalen Hurts is under center and they need short yardage to pick up the first down. He gets the push from the line, the offensive line, and then there's somebody lined up behind him that's giving him a push to make sure they're going to get the first down. There was even discussion in the offseason of taking that off the table and making that a play that's not legal within the game. That's just how dominant the Eagles were with it. Why would you want to do that,
5: though? Why, why, what's Is it because it's they think it's unfair that you're getting the first
6: down all the time? Probably so, but that's what it is. But um, the league is a copycat league, and they put the blueprint out there, so you would expect to see more teams doing it. And then if it comes to the point where it is unstoppable across the board, maybe they do make, look to make some changes to it because at one time it was an illegal play where you couldn't get a push from behind, but now it it's it's legal. So mm-hmm. the Eagles took full advantage of it. Yeah, listen, I
5: I would if you want to really make it illegal, then that's fine. But if I'm other teams and I know that it's not going to maybe be executed the same way cuz you, know, you have different players and different personnel. I I would just be like, okay, well, I'm going to do it too. Like, if you got a quarterback that's able to do that, you know, not every quarterback is going to be in that position to make it happen. But why not? If it, if it's working and it's being effective and it's not illegal, I would just copycat it and do it myself with, with my quarterback. And especially in those short yard situations, because then they have. Like, I know that they, it was effective, but wasn't the percentages like through the roof as far as their conversion rate on that? Like something stupid? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, at least they'll have to. Keep trying to use it this way around. Uh, Did you also say the Chargers were one of the teams that had the most players listed,
6: too? Yes. How about that? They were high on the list Uh with number of players. Mm. And the Jets had five. So (laughs) Great. That'll be fun to see. Yeah, Chargers had six. six. Chargers and Dolphins had six.
5: Six players. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there was really no other ones that I saw as far as like, oh, ones that I took issue with. but. Uh, yeah, I guess there the was a surprise though, seeing Aaron Rodgers being that far down on the list, <laughs> dropping so
6: significantly,
5: simply from uh, changing teams and going somewhere different. But
6: well, I can get it. He, now he didn't have the best season last season, and the Packers didn't. They won some games down right. the stretch, but there was a there was a, a little bit of drop off last year. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was for dropping 49 spots worth. Like, okay,
5: give him 20, something yeah, like but,
6: that. I mean, there's no way to control it when the players are voting on it. I know. Now, imagine if they
5: did this in like, they probably will never do it, but like if they did it like in, in polls in college football, like instead of having the coaches poll and the AP poll, they had a players poll where the players voted on who they felt like was the best teams. I'd be curious to see how that would match up or stack up when you think about uh, how they view the – because I think the more you can get players involved in that type of thing, it, it's more fascinating and gives it a little bit more legitimacy because they're the ones actually on the field playing and they would know going up against those teams and or those players. They would have an idea of it. Probably won't happen, but it's nice. Uh, from 903 says, where was Dak Prescott on the list? That is a good question. Where was Dak Prescott? <laughs> where was Dak Prescott on the list? got to search through it. I know, because uh, we'll
6: find that out for he you. He wasn't in the top 20.
5: He is number 56.
6: That's fair? Yeah, it's
5: fair. Dropped 12 spots from where he was. And apparently, according to the description, uh, the drop ranks and uh, his ranking stems from his league-leading 15 interceptions last season, which makes sense. Completely fair. Yeah. But it also says he otherwise overcame those gaps to keep Dallas' well-oiled machine humming. And the Cowboys' offense ranked fourth in points and 11th in yards. And also had a masterful five-touchdown performance uh, to cap Super Wild Card Weekend to turn out the lights on Tom Brady's career. So that is where Dak Prescott was ranking. And again, I, 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 I there's probably an easier way to see it, but I know they were talking about on the zone the other day with with Wes of thinking you know he's a top ten quarterback. So I wonder among quarterbacks where does that rank him in the uh, NFL? If he's 56th, uh, you feel like that's got to be flirting with probably top ten uh, overall overall and quarterbacks at least. But that would be a way if you're justifying if Wes who said that Dak Prescott is the seven eight nine range of a quarterback in the NFL that'd be one way to say it how do the players view it they view <laughs> him as a top 10 quarterback not totally sure but uh yeah, cause, again this seeing he, he is below Aaron Rodgers so at least there's that to go off of but yeah uh, the, the slideshow and everything that they have at least uh, on nfl.com of going through it is uh you know will take a little bit to to make it work but yeah we'll we'll check that out and see how, how that plays out uh because I still think Dak is under, under I won't say underrated, he's undervalued. I think some people are like, oh, you need to move on from Dak Prescott. Like, I think that was happening last season. Some either Cowboys fans were going to move on. I'm like, man, you know, how many teams I would kill to have Dak Prescott on my team? I don't, I, don't know about that. I mean, at the time I was, <laughs> for the Jets, I absolutely would have loved Dak Prescott on my team. At the time. But, uh, you know, one of those types of deals with quarterbacks, they're few and far between to get elite ones. And I'm not calling Dak Prescott elite, but... He's definitely a top-half quarterback in the NFL, and you could do, definitely do a lot worse, a lot worse to go about it.
6: Most is it? of the lists that have been put out here recently, they have him within that top ten, whether he's okay. number nine or number ten. Okay. So there you have it. Gives you a good indication of it. How big of a season is this for Dak and the Cowboys? Like I know it feels oh, like big a, every year. It's every year. <laughs> but um, it, it is one of those where they have a new offensive coordinator, a new play caller, and Mike McCarthy – Kellen Moore is now with the Chargers, so you have some turnover there, and there are certain expectations, but as far as with Dak, you know, him missing games last year, and then if he plays better, you would expect that the production, or he plays more and plays in more games, you would expect that the production's going to be better, and then he led the league in interceptions, and he didn't play the full season, so... The expectation would be that it's going to be better altogether. Now, there's no guarantee on that, but no, it's always expected for him to play well and for the Cowboys to perform well.
5: Yeah, because just a few years ago, it felt like that division, not saying it was bad, but certainly felt like the Cowboys could take control of it, but with the way that the Eagles have obviously blown up, and then you have the Giants coming along and starting to showcase their ability and uh, be a borderline playoff team, it's not as easy as it once was, so... This is going to be a big – it's always a big year for the Cowboys. I get it. But, you know, if you, if you take any sort of regression from last season, it's not going to feel very good for the future of, well, what's going to be happening for this team. But we'll have to wait and see once the season gets started. It's just nice to talk about and nice to see uh, where everybody ranked among the NFL top 100 players. But we have more to get to on the other side because we didn't want to give you your O.J. Simpson update. Uh, talk about that and uh, get some other headlines and storylines too. And keep it moving on out of bounds on a trash talk Thursday. So stay with us.
3: award-winning author and Arkansas native E.Y. Craner joins The Zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jack Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. E.Y. Craner, Tuesday in The Zone brought to you by Jack Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com.
0: Sports
3: center. Last night in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani made more history as he became the first player ever to hit 40-plus home runs and get 10-plus wins as a pitcher in the same season. He recorded his 10th victory in the Angels' 4-1 win over the Giants. He's also the first player to have multiple seasons of 10-plus wins and 10-plus home runs, as he previously did it in 2022 when he had 15 wins and 34 home runs. The Angels are 58-58. and They're seven games out of the final wild card spot in the American League. And the Arkansas Travelers beat the Midland Rockhounds in an Offensive Showcase winning 17-10 to last night to break a 7 game losing streak. They'll face each other again tonight with first pitch set for 7. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's
1: up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebate, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9, incentivized rate, plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Cross and Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com. And Red River, we deliver.
0: God bless you.
4: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
2: This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Summer's coming to an end soon, and so will the summer auto loan special from Alcoa. Hurry to take advantage of rates as low as 2.49%. Up to 84 months financing and no payments for 90 days. Can't get better than that. You can apply online at alcoacommunityfcu.org or at their branches in Benton and Sheridan. Rates like these don't come along often, so hurry and don't miss out. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry counties. Does your
1: knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or your hip, maybe even your back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice and call my friends over at QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people all over central Arkansas every single day with this amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged tissue. It's just like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses a concentrated healing agent from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so that they'll work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and no to drugs. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics today at 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440.
2: Look. I get it, we all receive a lot of messages and
5: calls, but when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law.
2: A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office.
0: Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hog's Meat Market, where they have sliced head deli meats and cheeses. Hog's Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts.
2: Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy.
0: On 103.7 The Buzz. Every time you come
2: around.
5: Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, but one thing that we will never talk trash about here on Out of Bounds is Guatney Chevrolet with their incredible deals each and every month. Hey, listen, it's been raining and storming a lot, right? Especially in the summertime, feels like it gets a little bit more slippery out there. Well, worry no more. Get you a new vehicle. Try to be a little bit more safer out there on the road. Something reliable and something that's going to keep you and your entire family safe with Guatney Chevrolet. They have trucks to choose from, from the Silverados, the Tahoes, the Malibus, even the Equinoxes. No matter what it is, they have inventory on it. And they have pre-owned vehicles, which is important too, because you know a lot of kids are going to start turning 16, 17, going to get them even at 18 a new car, something to get them around. And that way you don't have to drive them around and their friends all the time. And you can get something that's very affordable and very reliable with Guatney Chevrolet. So no matter what it is, when it comes to your vehicle needs, Guatney Chevrolet is going to have you covered right there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit at 1301 TP White Drive. They're in Jacksonville, and if you can't make it over there, that's fine, because on their website, guatneychevrolet.com, you can check out their inventory that way, but always would rather do it there in person because it means a little bit more when you got the great sales department helping you out and getting you a vehicle that you want and that you can afford. So check them out today at Chevrolet and guatneychevrolet.com. Uh, let's see. We have a few people that have been uh, texting in. In fact, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, from a five hundred one says, "Do you guys see Geno Smith as a top half quarterback in the NFL?"
6: Uh, yeah, Geno. He he played really well last year, and he deserved to be somewhere close to that top ten, if not within that top ten. Now, the top one hundred, the way it broke down, Dak was eight.
2: eight? So okay. the seven
6: quarterbacks in front of him. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. So not really anything to complain about there or disagree with. The six quarterbacks behind him, Jared Goff, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, Tua, Justin Fields, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I would
5: have said from the get-go
6: that Geno Smith is a top-half quarterback in the NFL. Um,
5: but seeing him on this list now, it kind of solidifies that. But he had a good year last year, and... uh as a Jets fan, it's nice to see, again, quarterbacks get better as they leave because he was with the Jets, just uh, had his opportunities. It just didn't work out. But now that he's in a system that obviously works for him and being uh, there with in Seattle with Pete Carroll, who's done a great job with quarterbacks and just a great coach overall, it's good that he's working out for him. Hopefully he can replicate or at least build upon this past season and continue to be one of the better ones. Uh, also from the Asher Record Live fan feedback, Uh, This come from Hamhog. He says, will the Hogs win nine games this season? Don't sunshine, pump, give a real and honest and unbiased answer. Uh, If you're talking about nine games in the regular season, no. I'm I'm not going to predict that they're going to win nine games in the regular season. However, I do believe that they can win nine games with the bowl victory because I think that eight and four is about my expectation. I would be satisfied. I'd be happy with an eight and four season and – to me, that would be satisfactory, I think, for most Razorback fans if they went 8-4 this season. Two games oh, yeah. better.
6: Yeah. As long as it's more than 6, hmm. I think uh, they're on the right track Yes, in most people's minds. But they would love to see it where it's 8-plus. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just put the floor at, like, 7.
5: Like, 7 will be – I'm not going to be happy about it, but at least it won't be a disaster or terrible. Floor is at 7. 8 is is good. 9-plus – Let's pop some champagne bottles and hang the banner. Uh, also from the Southern Structural Solution text line from the 870, uh, actually Jeff in Monticello says, John, don't get to listen to your show often due to my work schedule, but was wondering how excited you are to have Aaron Rodgers on your team and your team on Hard Knocks. Well, uh, on Hard Knocks, it's, it is what it is. Like It's fine. They've been on there before, and it is interesting just to kind of have a little bit more of a emotional investment into seeing what the behind-the-scenes are all about. But having Aaron Rodgers on the team, no, I'm ecstatic. Like, I have not been more excited about a player joining the team in a long time. I just hope that it's not going to be like the last time the Jets added a Green Bay Packers quarterback and <laughs> with Brent Favre. I know it's a different situation. But that was the last time I was excited about an addition of a quarterback that was traded or free agency or however. Like I was excited about that. This one, I think, is another level of excitement. Just got to keep him healthy. The Jets proved last year that they're just this close to bringing through. they got a lot of talent. The thing that they were missing was a quarterback. And, even, and I don't mind asking Aaron Rodgers to be MVP level. If he is, that's obviously great. But just be solid. Just be good. <laughs> you know, be be the number, because what, what quarterback was he listed in the list? Uh, I guess in front of Dak, so that would have been seven. Okay, be the seventh best quarterback in the NFL, and I'll be fine. Because I think they got the rest of the pieces around him to make it work. He did that last year and the Packers missed the
6: playoffs also. Yeah,
5: well, that, he's not—he's on not a real <laughs> franchise now.
6: That's thats where he's going. He, he's going to be on a real franchise. So just in saying that, there, there's no guarantees with anything. No,
5: no. You can you can never, never uh, be able to bank on that. Also, Cobra Hawk says, the Jets suck. Change teams, John. You're better than that. No, I don't want to change teams. It's a team I stuck with from the beginning and I'm going to continue to stick with them through the good times and the bad, even though it's been a lot of bad. A lot of bad throughout the Jets' time. But, you know, there some good moments. I mean, back-to-back AFC title games in 09 and 2010. 1998 was an AFC title game, too. They uh, had some cool moments. They smoked Peyton Manning and the Colts in the playoffs one year. It was 41 nothing. You know, that was pretty fun. They had their moments. Not all great, but moments. So, no, I'm not changing teams. It's teams I'm sticking with. I'm going to go with it and stick with it. Uh, okay, so... Again, you know, we know the thing with the Henry Rugg situation is very sad, very serious, and everything. But we know that he was sentenced to three to ten years. Talked about it yesterday. Well, luckily, someone who knows a little bit about the Vegas system and when it comes to the criminal and policing is OJ Simpson, and he was able to provide his uh, his own opinion on the matter and what he's talking about. Uh, not only the sentencing, but also a little bit of the future for Henry Rugg. So let's hear about the wit and wisdom. This one's for you, Henry, from uh, OJ Simpson himself. <laughs>
4: Hello, Twitter world. This is yours truly. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit.
6: Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. If it doesn't fit,
4: you must acquit. I'm just saying. Take care. It's time for the wit and wisdom of O.J. Simpson. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. I did a tweet yesterday uh, regarding Henry Ruggs, um, uh, his sentence. I wasn't really focusing on his sentence. It was uh, more common on my sentence I was here in Las Vegas. But he's going through something today. You know, what they do is they send you up to a place called High Desert. It's a near prison here. And they put you in what they call holding lockdown. Uh, We call it the fish tank. And it's the worst part. I Seriously, it's by far the worst part of this experience that he's about to go through. Uh, they put you in a room. They give you absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing. And uh, the toilet flushes like every 15 minutes or something. And Well, in my case, I was there only 11 days. I met guys that said they were there for a month or so. In any event, after about three days, I went crazy. I mean, I literally said, guys, I need help. And when the pastor came to see me, I said, I need something to read. I mean, I'm just sitting here on this cot and there's nothing. Well, he got me a Bible without the cover. They took the cover off. I guess these guys can make things off out of the cover. And so I read the Bible. I read the entire Bible over the next seven days. Uh, a little surprise. Uh, I mean, it got a little hard doing the bigots so-and-so begot so-and-so and and they begot somebody else that was uh, that was pretty tough and I was surprised because I thought I had read the Bible most of my life pieces of it I guess because I didn't realize it was so violent (laughs) it was really violent Uh, after after a while they determine what's the best prison for you I would think he's a celebrity uh, he may go where I went because there was a number of other celebrities that had gone there, and that was there when I was there. Uh, and uh, uh, it's a lot of outside time. You can buy yourself a TV. Um, and it's it's compared to the fish tank, it, it it's almost heaven, <laughs> right? Uh, the food is decent. Uh, I, and all he has to do is go there, do the programming which is things like uh, victim impact and stuff and he can even go to school you know i even took a computer class when i was there uh and and stay away from certain guys he'll know who to stay away from if he does that he'll be out in three years and i certainly hope he does it and he's out in three years as far as if he will get a chance to play again a couple of my team uh golfers say you think they're gonna let him play he'll only be 27 I think everybody should deserve a second chance. I really do. Uh, but I saw what they did with Ray Rice in the NFL and uh, what happened with him and his eventual wife. And uh, uh, here's a guy that had an uh, impeccable reputation up until that time, and he never got back. So I'm, uh, I'm praying for Henry. All right? Okay. <laughs> Take care. Hey, fantasy football coming up.
5: All right. Thanks, OJ. Thank you for letting us know about the the shark tank, as he called it. Fish tank. Fish tank. Fish tank. It was on there in Vegas. How
6: about him being open and really giving some details on and providing some insight to what was happening with him in relation to what could go on with Henry Ruggs? Yeah. Well, when he said
5: that he read the whole Bible in seven days, I'm like, that's a lot. But then I looked it up. It was like, it just they said that the most... The quickest but also, like, accurate of actually reading the Bible, not just skimming it, but reading the Bible, takes about 72 hours, like, total of reading. So seven days, if he averaged about 10 hours a day of reading, which sounds like that's all he could do, I guess he got it done. So kudos to you, OJ. Making the most of your time in the fish tank up there. But, hey, we're up against it. Got our final segment, three and out, coming up next. Won't want to miss it. Close up shop. Get you ready for Drive Time Sports. So stay with us here on Out Out of Bounds.
1: The Dell Technologies Back to School event is on with deals on top tech for class, hobbies, and more. Now when you buy, you support a cause. With every eligible purchase, Dell will donate to UNICEF in support of GIGA, a UNICEF ITU global initiative to connect schools across the globe to the Internet. Accidental damage protection included. Get rare deals on select laptops and desktops powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Save now at dell.com slash deals. UNICEF does not endorse any company,
0: brand, product, or service. Shh. (laughs) Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit ShopCupid's.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's.
5: Enjoy. (laughs) At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same
1: entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is shepherd's pie for only $7.49 per pound. With Edwards'
2: signature peach cobbler for $5.49 per pound. Attention, bow hunters. Ready to take your hunting game to the next level? Then set your sights on Max Prairie Wings, featuring the best model bows from Elite, Matthews, Hoyt, and Bear. Max offers all the -the top-of-the-line bows along with any accessory you need to make your bow even more powerful. And they'll even work with you to build your dream bow exactly the way you want it. Max Prairie Wings, your go-to destination for bow hunting gear. Click on MaxPW.com or visit their store in Stuttgart. Max Prairie Wings, where passion meets precision. Happy hunting!
1: What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to health, Every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So, if you're feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain and loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care.
0: Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
2: Over? Did you say over?
0: mom nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile
2: myself.
0: Call Kenny Loggins, because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time
5: for 3 and Out. It's been three hours, and we are...
0: Boom.
3: Out of
5: here. All right, it is time for 3 and Out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, first off, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I felt like at the time, it's kind of weird, but if you're for it, then that's fine too. But the Suns are retiring the jerseys of Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion. Like, I mean, they were great and all, but I didn't think that they were, like, the level of having their jerseys retired at at, at the Suns. I mean, it's, again, if you're for it, and if you're, you're all about it, that's great. But number 31 and number 32 officially getting retired by the Phoenix Suns because of those two guys that were. I was like, man, I feel like, yeah, would you have to like win a championship or something like that at least to get your jersey <laughs> retired, something? Well,
6: it depends on franchises and how they're viewed. And the Suns haven't won any championships. So they uh, they want to highlight some of the better players in their franchise history. I guess.
5: Like I said, if, you, if you're if you fine with it, that's that's okay. I'm not going to argue with it. I just saw that story. I'm like, I would never have guessed those two guys would get their jerseys retired by the Suns, but, hey, that's what they decided to do.
6: Tim Anderson, who is currently suspended in MLB for six games because of the fight with Jose Ramirez, well, courtesy of a show from Chicago called Parkins & Seagull, there's some background with Tim Anderson prior to the All-Star break and having a scuffle with a teammate.
5: Shane Reardon.
2: You said a physical altercation. What do we know? What do we got? July 9th, the day before the MLB All-Star game, the Cardinals were in town to play the White Sox. He Monty Grindahl was not in the lineup that day. Yes, Monty Grindahl walked down into the clubhouse and with some expletives thrown in there saying, well, F this, if I'm not in the lineup, I'm going to start my break a day early. I'm getting out of here. Trainers and, and guys like that were telling him, well, You can't really do that the day of. You got to clear it with Pedro. We're not just going to send you out right now. It's usually three, four days ahead of time. You tell someone that you want to do that. Tim Anderson was in the tub. Tim Anderson says, well, F you, F that. If he wants to get out of here now, I'll pay for his flight and bring him there myself. Yasmani Grandal walks over to Tim Anderson. And slaps him across the face, oh, and they got into a fight from there. They had to be separated. Tim Anderson went over five that day with a strikeout. Yasmani Grandal pinch hit late in the game and then was removed for defense for it with Gavin Sheets. Yasmani Grandal was the one to go out and grab Tim Anderson and help him off the field because he was having such a hard time exiting the the, the field. Right, mm-hmm. so that was Yaz just kind of rubbing salt in the wound of his fractured relationship with Tim Anderson.
6: Now there's that part, and then of course. Yasmani Grendal was asked about it, and he denied it. Oh yeah, this is this is unreal. Um, especially the fact that they said it was a, a day before the All Star break. Uh, I can tell you one thing. The one thing I was thinking about that day, especially after that game, was let's go to this lake house I have rented with my family because I haven't spent enough time with them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's. I know people are need to do their jobs, and they're trying to put a story out, but, I mean, uh, it's it's crazy to, to what extent people can, can go to to just put something out there. I mean, I feel like, like they're almost fishing for, for, for something. So just another layer to the story of uh, Tim Anderson and getting into the fight recently, and if that is true, which Yasm- Yasmani Grandal denied, He's taken L's all over the place here recently. Yeah. Again, if you're going to start the fight and you're going to you're going to get into your fighter
5: pose and get knocked out like that, man, you need to... Maybe that's why he tried to... He's like, I got I to defend my own honor. He's got to knock somebody
6: else out, but keep getting knocked out, man. That's a bad deal. And then they said Yaz went to help him off the field as he struggled to walk. Oh, for gosh, that's, that's insane.
5: Well, uh, a team that did take also another L, which uh, we know was the women's team from the United States and... Uh, you know, of course, a lot of people had opinions on that, but uh, it wasn't just some uh, people that were actively rooting against the United States, but also World Cup rival, <laughs> as the Netherlands players are mocking now the United States women's team. In fact, this comes from uh, I guess the stories from the New York Post it says from the moment I heard that they were out, they were out. I was just like, yes, bye. That's what the Juventus star said from the Netherlands said, quote, from the start of the tournament, they had really big mouths, and they were already talking about the finals. I was thinking you have to show it on the pitch before you talk big. I'm not being rude in that way. I still have a lot of respect for them, but now that they're out of the tournament, and for me, it's a relief, and for them, it's something they will have to take with them in the future. Don't start to talk about something that is far away, and I hope they learn from that. So, another like also getting a big... Dose of Humble Pie losing, but getting the
6: Netherlands that are talking trash about you and glad you're out because they said you ran your mouth too much. Ric Flair and Mike Tyson are in the cannabis business together, and Ric Flair detailed a night of smoking with Mike Tyson. It's funny. I got so high with Mike one night. Mike Tyson?
0: Is
5: that what we're talking about, Mike Tyson? Yeah, with Mike. Yeah.
0: So high. We're partners in, in the cannabis business. Mm-hmm. Got so high with Mike one night in the Hamptons that I went to call the... A cannabis coma, right? I mean, I actually thought I died. Yeah. I said, I, I said to myself, and they they brought me back to my room, and I laid there, and I thought, I mean, I wasn't aware of anything. I kept asking people to touch, you know, like you do when you think you've been hurt, uh-huh. and people were squeezing my hand, but I'd be talking to them, and they wouldn't talk back to me, and I was like, you know, on the delay process, right? Yeah, and I said to myself. I eat, did I die? If I just died? Because I feel like I did when I was in my coma. <laughs> but I can think. I don't think I could think when I was in my coma. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I was talking to myself. Wow. So, And all of a sudden, I mean, everything possible. Worked. I in the room, <laughs> finally, at 3 o'clock in the morning. I kind of sat up like Linda Blair and went, I'm alive. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I called someone on the phone and said, is this really you? <laughs> That's all screwed up. My God!
6: <laughs> My goodness. So Rick Flair, Mike Tyson, they're uh, they're a pair, and then you know they are in business together, and just some of the fun times that they have. What a time! What a
5: what a crew! What a pair to be uh, be a duo there too. Uh, the uh, video games out there that people play, like uh, NBA Two K, I know there's people excited about that one, but uh, Victor Wimbenyama has been given the highest rating for a rookie in NBA 2K history as a starting rating of number 84. Lots of people are completely disagreeing, saying that that's terrible, that he's not that good, blah 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 it doesn't really matter, but uh, as far as, uh, <laughs> far as uh, where everything has gone for the ratings and whatnot, Luka Doncic and Jimmy Butler were both ranked at 95, which caused some a little bit of trash talk there too, but still doesn't matter, they're just ratings, just like Madden ratings, but 84 for Victor
6: Wembanyama.
5: it's pretty high for a rookie.
6: Yardbarker.com put out a list of top 25 players to never win the Super Bowl, and they didn't necessarily rank them in order, but Jim Kelly, Dan Marino are on this list, Warren Moon, Randy Moss, O.J. Simpson is on the list also, so uh, some great players on this list all together of players listed never win a Super Bowl, Eric Dickerson, Earl Campbell, Dick Butkus, so it's an extensive list of great players. CEO never won one, right? Was he? he had to be on that list, surely. Not on the list of that they put out for really? the Top 25.
5: Wow. I figured he'd be on that list. Uh, so for some reason, Jet Puffed, which, you know, is like famous for their marshmallows. Uh, it's National like, S'more Day or S'more Week, but they've highlighted the fact that they partnered with a shoe company, and they're making a pair of shoes that look like s'mores. Like They literally look like s'mores with the puffy white and then the chocolate and the gram and everything. Selling for only a mere $150. So if you want some s'more shoes, go ahead and take care of business.
6: Most valuable NFL franchises. Cowboys come in at number one, 9.2 bill. Giants two, Rams three, Patriots four, Niners five. So there's your top five most valuable franchises in the NFL.
5: Jerry keeps winning. Maybe not on the field, but on his bank book. Still finds a way. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of balance today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next.
6: The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority
1: with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us.